League title. They've done incredibly well. Uh, Dane Clayton among the stars, certainly having won uh, a sixth, a record sixth title. I mean, only Neil Tovey had won six titles in any uh, in any era, and certainly in the PSL era, having won five titles in succession with Supersport United and uh, Orlando Pirates. Of course, he's now gone and won his sixth record sixth league title. There are a host of other players. Munib Josephs is approaching 500 games in the PSL era. He was uh, a league winner again a multiple time. Uh, Spunil Sogakla won a, uh, another league title with a third club. Elias Palembe has won multiple titles as well. A host of players at Bidvestfits that have gone on and done incredible things. But in studio tonight, we've got some of the uh, stars of the Bidvestfits team that went on to claim success with one game to go in the 2016-2017 Absa Premiership season. We'll get to them in a moment or so. We'll start off with a a little bit of rugby news for you just uh, to keep you up to date. What's happening? Week 13 to Super Rugby gets underway at 9.35 tomorrow morning. The Chiefs and Crusaders are playing in the Fijian capital, Suva, before the Stormers host the Blues in Cape Town at 7 o'clock. Some quick Super Rugby news for you. Sharks, uh, their team to take on the Sunwolves in Singapore on Saturday. Uh, New front row, it's um, Thomas Tutoy, Chiliboy Ralapella and Lawrence Adrians who start in the front row. And Stephen Levis comes in for Etienne Wurstes in the second row. For the Bulls, uh, the Sibatli Makwane, he's on the wing for the team's clash against the Lions on Saturday. The 21-year-old will have his tournament debut. He replaces the injured Jamba Lengo. Jan Sarfontein, Francois Brummer will earn starts. Jesse Creel will play at fullback uh, in the pack. Luetti Jacher starts in place of the suspended Oji Sneeman. And for the Lions, this side to play at uh, Ellis Park on Saturday against the Bulls. Jacques van Rooyen, Malcolm Marks, Roandrea will come into the starting line. Uh, Faf de Klerk, the scrum half, has been named on the bench. He missed the last two games of the Lions' Australasian tour. Uh, but he's also uh, the club has also confirmed that they will release him at the end of the season to join Sale Sharks. Just finally, in some cricket news for you. Cricket South Africa have nominated a five-man panel to, uh, including two former national coaches Gary Kirsten and Eric Simons to recommend a suitable candidate for the position of head coach uh, which it aims to fill by the beginning of September. Current coach Russell Dibingo's contract expires at the end of the England tour in August and uh, is free to reapply for the post but he's not indicated whether he'll put his name in the hat as yet. That's your sports news. Anything can happen in the NetBank Cup. Is it the year of the soccer underdog or can a top dog score the 6 million rand treasure? Stay on side of the action with SABC Sport. The NetBank Cup, stadium thrills and gold mouth spills. Kiona, four months of football action. Catch it on SABC One and your favorite SABC radio stations. Brought to you by SABC Sport. SL Radio Show. Proudly brought to you by the Premier Soccer League. So, 27 minutes to 7 on SFM, South Africa's news and information leader. Joining me now in studio are a trio of players who were instrumental in Bidvestfits, claiming an historic first league title and indeed a season double. Let's not forget that Bidvestfits also won the season opening uh, domestic trophy, the MTN 8. I'm delighted to welcome Pumlan and Changase, Tolam Lambo and Tabang Monare. All men with very interesting stories to tell and no doubt uh, are smiling on the inside as well as on the outside. Certainly, Tolam Lambo has got an enormous smile on his face. Well, let me welcome you first. Uh, wow, the season. It, it had its ups and downs, but uh, this roller coaster ride is, is finally ended in success. <laughs> what does it mean to you? How, how did you react when that final whistle went and you heard the, the sundown score? Uh, good evening to the listeners. I'm um, in Dwayne. It really, really was a nerve-breaking time because 
at some certain moment we had to wait for the sundowns game to finish and then we had to watch it live on the phone so it was really interesting after the final whistle and then it was announced that we are champions it was very very nice it's a feeling one can never explain 96 years Tabang, to win a league title how does it feel to have made history in this way oh well it feels it feels great actually you know i mean like my colleague here said that it's it's a feeling that one can you know like there's just no words to explain how actually i feel right now you know it's just a matter of you know digesting it and i don't know maybe it's a dream i'm gonna wake up <laughs> it, it it must be a, an amazing dream uh, uh the, the tallest of the three players of course <laughs> <laughs> i tell them the shortest it was it's my sense of humor i i, I, should, I should explain i should explain but you you played an instrumental role i mean you've you've been vital in that in that midfield as well and and you scored that all important yeah. winning goal against Maritzburg united which which certainly boosted your 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 title chances once again for you i mean chatting to gavin afterwards he just kept going on about how he was certainly very emotional he kept going on about how unbelievable this this was and for you who's been a part of the club since 2010 from the academy and development days right through to now playing in the first team winning the the mtn8 earlier this season and of course winning the league title now an unprecedented and historic milestone for the club just tell us about your journey with the club no thanks doing uh, for holding us to, uh, today um thanks to the listeners as well for 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 listening to to us um, yeah, as, as you were just saying now, it's a roller coaster. You know, this thing goes ups and downs, turns around, does everything. The, sometimes you like get so scared because you you don't understand what's happening. Um, I came in the team in 2010. I was still young. I was still green. Uh, grade 10 by that time. You know, um, I played. I played for the under 15s, under 16s, under Coach Ash. You know, Vets was a was not a team, but it's not a, like a big team as it is now. You know, it was um, number 10 on the log, 11, fighting relegation. But today it's something else, you know. And thank God I was there to experience, like, all these things from the youth until the first team now. So I'm so happy. I'm so happy for, for myself. I'm so happy for the guys that just came in, Tabang and uh, and Kola. I'm so happy for, for the team, you know. We have the best coach, we have the best squad. We always, like, say that to ourselves because we know we are the best. So it was not easy, and we knew it was not going to be easy, you know. We have been through the same situation uh, the past four years now with Coach Kevin, especially last season. It was so sad because we were so mm -hmm. close, you know. We came second, you know. But then I always say that, uh, you know, God, uh, he knew about all this. He, uh, he had a plan for us. You know, we went through so much like problems, challenges. But I think that was all for the best, you know. Third, third, second, first. Yeah. You've been through that. You've, you've, it's come so close on a number of occasions. Uh, it must be so much sweeter to, to, to achieve this ultimate domestic goal. Yeah, um, it's a it's a big thing. As someone was saying, it's like it's a it's a dream come true to me. But what happened in previous seasons then that that stopped you short? Because you you were always challenging in the last four seasons. You've been challenging, but you just haven't been able to get yourself across the finish line. What was different this season? 
Um, I think uh, it was uh, the fighting spirit, I think, and uh, the type of players that we have compared to the seasons, like three seasons, four seasons back. You know, the team has been improving every year. I will say congratulations to my coach because I think he's the best coach in terms of like assessing the player. He knows the player. He knows um, a player who can who can win him things because he doesn't look for, I'll say, good players, but he wants players with big hearts, you know, the players who can finish the race, the players who can like hold on until the end. You know, because that's what I've learned through this journey of winning the league. Because we've been doing well since the season starting. And then when the season is about to come to an end, we have a problem. We used to, like, uh, lose games, you know. Everyone knows we used to, like, yeah. have a problem with free stasers and still this season. <laughs> still, team, yes, 3-1. You know, we won't talk about that, yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's the team yeah, we, has changed a lot. Now, you talk about Gabonan spotting talent. Olam Lambu, you only had a couple of months of football at Chipper United before you were snapped up by Bidvest Fitz and brought here for a reason. And then injury struck. I mean, that must have been that must have been emotional and disappointing in itself. You, you, you want to get going, you want to get into things, and then you suddenly stopped short by something that's out of your hands. Uh, honestly, Dwayne, I mean, it's very, very disappointing to get injured in the game, but you'd never wish anything of that sort to any player. If you don't allow it to happen to you, who do you want it to happen to? So it's part of the game. I mean, ups and downs happens, as Pooms has said. And comforting Pooms, I have to say, I'm sorry for last season because (laughs) (laughs) I was also part of the people who helped Sundowns win it by disappointing them. But at least this season, I'm with him to celebrate the joy and be victorious. Like he said, I mean, we've been having a great team. Even when you were injured, you're not worried about how good the team will do or how bad it's going to be. You knew that everyone is capable of doing their job. Any replacement that will be put for you will deliver. So the team was greatly structured, if I can put it that way. So it became easier for everyone you know that okay if i'm not playing there'll be a person who'll replace me and who'll do good in the position as if you were not being missed so it's great to have a team like that a team of high quality players a team that's willing to compete for everything that they come across obviously we won't win anything but it's a good thing that anyone who plays wants to play all his heart out so that the team can do good now you talk about the team ethic, and there's certainly a great team ethic, great team spirit at Bitvestfits, but I want to talk about an, an individual perspective, Tabang. Uh, last season, Joma Cosmos relegated. This season, Bitvestfits, champions of the APSA Premiership, champions of the MTN8. I mean, two vastly different seasons. How, how do you reconcile that to yourself? I mean, how different are they? Yeah, well, it, it's... It's very, you know, it's very different and it's very emotional at the same time, you know. I mean, it's, I mean, looking at last year, this time, you know, I was fighting relegation and here I am today uh, celebrating the the AFSA Premiership, you know. That's how not just football life works, you know. You, you just have to pick yourself up, dust yourself and continue working, you know, because, I mean, you don't have to feel sorry for yourself, you just have to stand up, dust yourself and continue working. You know, even in my wildest dream, I never thought uh, this year, last year, that, that I'd even 
be in the top eight. You know? So it really means a lot for me as an individual, you know. And and to have received A, the, the, the validation of somebody signing you, believing in your talent, and B, you have to take some of the credit for actually proving it on the pitch. I mean, your contribution directly led to this success. Yeah, well, I don't I don't really think it's it's okay, it's my contribution as an individual, but then I mean the my teammates made it easier, you know. Yeah. I mean and uh and honestly what I did when I got to Verts, I just listened to the coach. You know, I just applied whatever he told me to do. So basically that's what I did, you know. So and I mean looking at our squad, I mean we, we had players to, to complement, you know. So you have the experienced players, you have big hearted players. I mean we we have all the kind of player you can think of, you know, right now. I mean yeah, yeah we there's I mean there's just no ways you it it, it it can be difficult for one to fit in in our team. I mean you just you just need the right attitude and a big heart and character to to be part of us. Well, that's that's what I love about the, uh, about the team and the team ethic and the, the way everything is structured at, at Bitvisvis. Because if you look at many of the other clubs, you can pick out a, a host of individuals that are key players or, or duos that are key players at any given club. But at Bitvisvis, there's been this constant uh, sort of line of look at the team ethic, look at the team structure, look how everyone. And Paula mentioned as well how our players tend to fit into the structure and, and play a certain way. Um, but I do want to ask you from a from a, a, a different perspective what it'll mean on the final day because you've wrapped up the team the the, the title now. Kaiser Chiefs, who well Pumlani was there. <laughs> Pumlani, you you've had to give a guard of honor to Kaiser Chiefs before. <laughs> now you are going to get a guard of honor from Kaiser Chiefs. What does that mean for you? I, I can see the smile. Like, it's wow, like wow. As I'm saying, like wow. You know, all I can say is God is good. God is great. <laughs> You've got the smile that says the best revenge is massive success. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's been saying this the whole season. The whole season. The whole season. He's yeah, been he, saying, knows. He's he been knows. Saying, yeah. he knows. He's been saying he's been doing a lot of God of honors for teams. So this season, right. they must do it for him. He's so, done Chiefs I mean, and Sundowns. Look at him yeah. now. <laughs> and now you're just smiling. I did it for them both with so much respect, you know. Because they were champions and they deserved it when when we had to do it for them. And you started the season, bang, two one, win over Kaiser Chiefs. Yeah. And now you're going to finish with a guard of honor from Kaiser Chiefs. Kaiser Chiefs yeah. That I mean, in, in footballing terms, well, I mean, anybody who who's any involved in anything in football in South Africa, Kaiser Chiefs has, has won more titles than anybody. Yeah, uh, they are the team that like has a lot of accolades, if we could say. And I mean, it's so surprisingly because last season this time I was playing against Kaiser Chiefs, but in the cheaper colors. Yeah. And here I am now, will be playing against Kaiser Chiefs in the Vets colors and as a champion. I mean, like, as Pumza said, God is good all the time. No one would have expected that I would be this far looking at where I was, what's been happening in my footballing career. So it's really, really humbling. More than being excited, I'm very, very humbled, and I praise God and thank Him for all of that He has done. Every setback like has a stronger comeback, so they say. So I reckon everything that happened, it was due to what's about to happen to me in the clinching the title. I mean, there's a lot of players that have played in the Premiership for quite some time now, but they're struggling to grab this important medal. So it's very, very nerve-wracking. 
I mean, to walk in the FNB Stadium, knowing that you're already a champion against Kaiser Chiefs, a team that's well known of winning titles, yeah, it definitely means a lot. And what about the teammates? I mean, how, how do you react and, how, and certainly how do you uh, integrate with, with, with players like Muneev Josephs, like Dane Clayt, like uh, Spunis Wakakla? These guys have won a host of not only titles with, with, with several clubs, they've won a host of league titles themselves. I mean, was there this constant motivation throughout the season talking about what needs to be done? Is there this sort of uh, mentor type relationship with, with some of the older, more experienced players? Uh, I would say they are people of different characters. Like Munib, yeah. If you talk characters, <laughs> there's only one person, Munib, yeah. <laughs> uh, even Sponis Okatla is also a character. He is a himself. character. Loki. Dane as well. I mean, <laughs> they have their own way of handling themselves. So, I mean, they know their role. And we have to give credit where it's due. They've been playing it very well. When the chips are down, they're the first one to voice out what to do, how to tackle things around and see us through. So we have to compliment them for the job that they've been doing and we thank them for that and it's it's good being part of the experienced players like them. They helped us a lot. If it wasn't for them, I definitely I'm not sure if we would be able to cope without them in difficult situations. You're just tuning in. You're listening to SFM, South Africa's news and information uh, leader. Bitvest Vest claiming their first ever ABSA Premiership title. They beat Bulugwani City uh, convincingly 2-0 at the Bitvest Stadium last night. The defending champions, Mamalodi Sundowns, they could only manage a two-all draw with Maritzburg United, which meant that the three points gained by Bitvest saw them uh, claim an unassailable lead of 60 points in the league with only one game remaining. They will be crowned on the 27th of May. Uh, tickets still available. It's a, it's, a, it's a Chiefs home game, but it's, uh, it's going to be an opportunity to watch the ABSA Premiership uh, trophy handover it'll be the first time for trophies i mean this is this is one of those i mean from a player perspective how big is that difference between league which is it's it's the more venerated title in a sense because it's done over a a 10 odd month period 30 games in a season whereas you can go through a purple patch you can win a league uh, a cup title but to, to win a league has always been regarded as special because it's over such a long period. It's an average of, of, of all that accumulation. And to be lifting that trophy, how are you going to keep yourself motivated, though, after the Guard of Honor to get onto the pitch to, to play that good game? Tabang, you, you're a fighter. I'm not going to. You just want to beat everybody. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, even the game we're going to play against Chiefs, you know, I mean, I don't really think that our fans just. just come there and expect to to as our coach call us call it a shoe shine go there and play shoe shine we we just gonna go go there and then try to get the maximum point you know and same approach same mentality that's that's all i mean that's that's speed vest at the end of the day you know that's how we approach the game let's pretend gavin's not listening and let's pretend nobody's going to tell him what you say uh <laughs> What's Gavin like as a coach? Because, you know, a lot of people, they're not necessarily fans of how he works sometimes. But I've never heard a player say, Gavin didn't make me a better player. What? Yeah, I mean, he, he always believes. He always believes in players improving. Always believes in players improving. I think uh, next season is going to be tougher than this season. Yeah. Like, not, not talking about playing against yeah. teams. I mean... Talking about our coach himself, I mean, it, it, he's going to make it tough. He's going to make it tough for us as players to to keep the standards up. You know, keep uh, 
grinding and hustling and be there on top, you know, because he, he just likes consistency. He just wants to win all the time. Well, no, you, you've been with Gavin for the longest time. What's, how, how has he changed from when you were first paired with Gavin to, to now? I mean, is he constantly updating? Is he bringing new ideas? Is he innovative and industrious with everything that he does? Um, I, I think um, nothing has changed that much, you know, uh, with him personally. Yeah, I think the thing was with the team because, like, he had to find players like these midfielders we have now. Yeah, these midfielders. Yeah, even though one of them here is is playing in the same spot that you play. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's football. <laughs> there's nothing you can do. About healthy competition. It. Yes, yes, it's healthy competition. So, like, he had to find like these kind of players. He had to adjust the team there and there. I think because maybe we, as the players that were like that, like as the players that have been there. Like we've been maybe not getting what he was saying at some point, and st- like I, I'm trying to like put it all together now, you know. But I think coach has been doing so great, you know, for for us, for Pete Vest, especially for me as an individual, you know. Without that, without him, like uh, when I look back, like four years, five years back, I was nobody, you know. But yeah, he saw something that no one saw, you know, and uh, he took me from nothing to something you know i thank god for using him you know he's he's the best and back to you when you had a horrific injury as well yeah that was uh that was very tough for me to handle because i'm not someone i'm not the kind of player who always was always injured you know mm. so that started when i came back from brazil from the olympics you know yeah. i got uh oh actually before we before, went there, before. Yeah, yeah i got um, a hamstring injury on my left foot you know um but it was healed before the tournament started. I played there, came back, then I got um, the quad uh, muscle injury, and that took uh, quite long. Uh, so it was so stressing, you know, uh, like I couldn't handle it. But thanks to, to my family, thanks to everyone, to my teammates who motivated me that, no, boy, you can still do it. And uh, yes, I did it. How did you enjoy the Olympic Games on that point? I mean, it, it, was, uh, it was the reason that the season started late. But, uh, I mean, you played in the same group as Brazil, Neymar. Neymar, I knew, yeah. Nil-nil. Eh? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know it was, that was, um, for me it was an honor, you know, because uh, today, like, we won the league. Um, a few months back I was playing in the Olympics, you know. Not every player gets to, like, experience or go yeah. through those type of situations in life. Know, everyone wishes himself like good things but they do not come to anyone they do not come to all of us you know that's um that's life that's life you know but thanks to god thanks to thanks to the beatverse team you know for giving me the chance you know because i was i'm playing for the national team is because of them they saw me through beatverse so it was good it was nice it was a good experience i learned a lot from those guys from the tournament you know yeah Let's talk about the season, how it actually developed. I mean, you, you found yourself in a situation where you won the first domestic title. That was, uh, that was brilliant, of course, uh, winning the, the MTN8. Um, but the, the start of the league season also, fantastic. You win, what, uh, six of your first seven games, nice and easy. And then things started to go a little bit wobbly. And then you had that uh, Mutubi Mvala scored five minutes into added time at home, two-all draw against Highlands, back-to-back losses after that, Supersport, Cape Town City, and then failing to beat Golden Arrows. That patch, you could sense a frustration from Gavin Hunt. 
What were you thinking at that time, at that, at that stage of the season? Did you think it was still definitely on? The league title is, still had plenty of juice left in it? Yeah, well, basically what I've learned in, uh, about our team is that we, we, we're, taking, we're taking it a game at a time. So that's why the coach has players like Dane Clayt, you know. I mean, if Dane Clayt can tell you that, listen, take it easy, calm down, we're still going to come back. You understand what I'm saying? So, I mean, you also as a player, it gets to you that, I mean, He's been there. He won things. So, I mean, he knows what's going on. You know, that's when we, we get that calmness, you know, and then keep going. I mean, approach the next game with the same mentality and <clears throat> the same way we approach every game. I, I, I remember at Supersport United, Dane Clayt always used to listen to everything that Gavin Hunt said. Elias Belembe wouldn't <laughs> listen to anything. <laughs> is, he, is, he, is he better at that now? Is he, uh, is he a little more disciplined? Oh, Elias, is he is he listening to instructions now, or is he just still doing I, his own yeah, thing? I think he is. Okay, I good. Think he is listening. He is. Oh, good. <laughs> I think he is. But now, as the season develops on, I mean, again, you get to a stage where you're back in front, you're back on top, you're you getting into this uh, opportunity to win, and then you see that you've got a visit to Goebel Park with three games to. What is it about Free State Stars? I I mean, at least you guys scored a consolation goal this time at Free State Stars. But you can beat anybody on any pitch at any time, it seems, except for Free State Stars. Is it just one of those things? Is it a bogey team, as people call it? I think so. Uh, maybe it's one of those <laughs> voodoo's people say. But it's difficult to play against Free State Stars at home. I mean, I think they are really, really dedicated and they don't want to lose points at Goval Park. You can bring any team, they can win games against Free State Stars, but they'll tell you that it wasn't easy. But I think everything has its end. It will come to an end that Beat West Vets loses games against Free State Stars at Goval Park. It will. It will. Now, wh what do you think is going to be the biggest challenge for you guys next season? Because that's, that's obviously, the, you know, that's the crux of the matter here, is that you, once you reach a certain height, to stay there is often more difficult. But you've got that league title you've got the 60 point barrier now behind you what's it going to take next season what's the big challenge well I think mentally as players we also have to be prepared you know you have to meet our coach halfway because I mean I remember when we after winning the MTN 8 you know we went to to a show and coach said it's difficult as a coach to coach a winning team how do you coach a winning team you know so I believe that as players we should also, you know, step up and be ready for to work harder than we ever did, you know. So I really think that we we have to help the coaches, players. We have to stand up and be counted, every single individual in the team. I would want to bet to Tifa with Tabang Monaga. I mean, <laughs> it's still the end, almost the end of the season we are in. So we definitely don't need to put any sort of pressure on ourselves. We'll definitely, we'll definitely like take it as it comes, one game at a time, like we usually do, and we'll definitely have to double our efforts because every team that's playing against the champions wants to win against the champions. So yeah. whereas it wasn't easy for my Melody Sundowns, it's not gonna be easy for us. But once we put high pressure on ourselves, early as it is now, it's not gonna help us in any sort. So mm -hmm. we'll start taking it as the the preseason starts see what the season holds for us, how we jelly in which combinations we'll be having. Yeah. And then from there forth, we'll definitely see it through. Now, I, I do want to ask uh, beyond next season as well. 
You know, we, we like to think that we, we, we consider early on what you might be doing after, after football. And I know that Tabang and Tlola, you've got plans for after football. You, you, you've made decisions. But I, I hear that Pumlan in Changase might be considering a career in, <laughs> in media and broadcasting and commentary. Is this, is this true, Pumlan? No. Uh, I don't know. You don't I, know I've heard rumors that you can commentate <laughs> brilliantly. No, actually, I took that from Bas Bonisoka. Oh, Bonisoka. Like, yeah, we always joke okay. about that, you know. Uh, okay, like, I, I think it's only fair, though, that you should give us a little sampling of your commentary. But I think yeah, it's English that will they understand. You can, you can, you can, in any language that you want. I mean, you, you from Durban, you can <laughs> give us, give us a sampling in Zulu. This is, this is, this is of course the FM uh, commentary in the future. So where's Jata? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm joking. Like, uh, like, give us nice. something more. Give us something. On, Just pretend, pretend. You, know you can do it. Pretend that sends through the perfect ball. And 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 Tavang's on the end. He's 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 gonna get his twenty seventh goal of the season. Okay, why begala Pamuniches of Move? I beat the first one nearly. Pologan is city zero. City go away, Bamba Munuches, finding us a column lamb. But column lamb, what ten? Now, San Pilacula and Falling Mondo, we are was no great. I came got when he was Tabo Munare, Tabo Munaro Cupura now, Cupura now. When he goes to Totonga, Totonga, why Buisa, why he says I will lay in spoon so power cut of Alumusia Kulia Cupura, a Cupum for not a cool. When he goes to Masha, Masham Ganabra Parat, why Buisa was one super cut, was one super cut, why Buisa, Pesuramapa, and I found down Rochas. Okay, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. That's all we've got time for on the show today. Now, Lady Boulay is going to be up after the news with the talk shop. Don't go anywhere. Brad Brown's in tomorrow between 6.30 and 7 o'clock. But from me, Dwayne DeLocker, and uh, producer Siobhan Chetty, have a lovely evening.